Lightworkers Unite is a podcast and social show hosted by intuitive women, lightworkers, and most importantly, friends, Mayum and Manjeet. Welcome to our podcast, Lightworkers Unite, where we believe there is a lightworker within all of us. Whether you are a medium, an educator, or a nuclear medicine technologist, there is a lightworker within you, and we have work to do. This is a safe and sacred place where lightworkers connect, grow, and learn. And share our light with the world. Because this is our last podcast of 2021. Oh my gosh, it is, Manjeet. It is. It's our last one. Yeah. So I thought we thought it would be kind of fun just to talk about some, maybe some uplifting stories, things that have happened that we've noticed and things that have happened to us, maybe our clients without saying any names. Yes. Um, That's a great idea. Stories of greatness and love and light. And I mean, we're light workers. So we do. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes. I love yes, we just want to talk about that. I cuz I just really felt like inspiring stories. I love hearing stories of yeah. real people, real life. And I, I I just thought it might be kind of fun to end 2021 here in the holiday season with just some kind of fun inspiring stories. Mm, yeah. I All love right. It. So who wants to go first? Um, I can. I can okay. go. Okay. Um, I will just kind of ease into this. And, um, you know, we've been doing some research on this. So um, I was just thinking about um, how, well, I mean, really our last, uh, my last intuitive circle, one of the last ones was about animals and animal totems. And, and just like, it really made me think about how connected I feel with dolphins Mm-hmm. in general. And so I just think they're really magical. And I really don't think that they're from here. I feel like they're really. Oh, I agree. Extraterrestrial or some yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I know we had to end the fucking season with an alien. We have to bring up aliens. <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> uh, but um, I, I don't know. I just have always had this really strong affinity for these beautiful animals, these water creatures. And, um, I've heard over the years, so many people say, you know, I just, I looked into like a dolphin's eyes and I was transformed. I was changed. Like something inside of them was transfixed. And I really believe they, they had, you know, they, they, the echolocation, the way they communicate, it's just, it's just really advanced, you know, but I just wanted to start with that. Um, these beautiful dolphins and how amazing they are and yeah. how, there are story after story after story of how they have saved um, humans from mm. other predators in the water. So this one in particular it was four swimmers and they were saved by, um, by these dolphins, a pod of altruistic dolphins swam in circles around these humans, um, it, protecting them from these, this killer, this, this great white shark. And wow. they kept vigil uh, around these people for 40 minutes until the shark lost interest. <laughs> oh my <laughs> you gosh. I believe that. Wow. And, yeah. And then the group, you know, they could swim back to shore and it's, it was just, I just, I just think that where there's so much about oh, these animals, we don't so know. Cool. I know. And, and how many times like surfers have said, wow, like all of a sudden this dolphin came out of fucking nowhere yeah. and like, like T-bones, a, a, tiger shark 
you know, oh my gosh, I, yeah. like in the middle of a wave, you know, cause they, they, they're just really, and I was reading about their mannerisms and I thought this was really interesting that they, um, the act of defending humans for them, it's like similar to like a mother protecting their offspring. Yeah. So it, it was right. It's very interesting way that they actually feel like we're their children. Like we are actually protecting them. Like you're in our territory, you deserve to be protected and mm. we will, you know. So cool. So I, I just love, love it. That. Dolphins yeah. are amazing. They are kind of magical and sweet and kind. I mean, you never hear of dolphins attacking or yeah. dolphins trying to, you know, are mean. Um, and my husband, yeah. John, loves dolphins, actually. Oh, it's I like love them one too. of his... <laughs> That's so funny. I love that. That's a cool story. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So um, let's see. I was trying to think like, you know, I have a couple and they're very different. Um, I'm trying to figure out like which one I want to end with. I think I would just want to address, and some of you guys out there have actually heard this story. It was on the Today Show, I believe yesterday morning. And um, and I don't always get to watch TV in the morning, but with break and all the kids are home. I yesterday decided to get up a little early and watch it. And the story that they had was about this woman who, I guess she's a TikToker. Is that what you call them? TikTokers? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I that's don't what know. what I call them. Is that what you call them? Um, 18 months or ago. Talk tickers. Talk tickers? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> yes. I, I guess, TikTok. you know. TikTok, so a TikToker, so, or I don't know if she's an influencer. I don't know much about her, but her name was Demi Skipper, which is kind of a cool name. Mm-hmm. She started 18 months ago what she thought was an impossible task. And I guess it was a story that she had heard someone else do. And she thought, I'm going to try this. And she tracked it and documented it with videos. And she was going to take a bobby pin and trade it until she got a house. An actual house. And so this is all wow. for no monetary transactions whatsoever. So this is all starting from a bobby pin. And so what that sounds like, because when I was listening to this, I thought, what? Huh? huh? Yeah. <laughs> and she does. And she has a picture of this bobby pin. And then again, she was documenting, doing videos. And she keeps asking people, like, what can she trade this? Who would trade this bobby pin for something? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she kept posting and bartering her, or posting her bartering journey on social media. And most of it was Instagram and TikTok. And long story short, she goes through and she continues to... Um, trade, trade, trade until the items get bigger and bigger. And, um, and they, it kind of goes anywhere from like, uh, I think she was saying there's speakers and, and then to like um, Apple TV. She kind of talked about this along the way. Cause I was curious, like, what, how do you build? Like who trades what? It was a pair of earrings was the very first trade. Mm. Like I'll, I'll give you these earrings for that bobbin pin. So a lot of times these people are maybe wanting to help her out. Um, or maybe they, you know, I was willing to give this away. So it just continued. So from what was a penny went to $10, right. And in, in value. And then she just kept going up from there. A set of margarita glasses were traded for a vacuum cleaner, then a vacuum mm. cleaner to a snowboard. And the trades, they slowly increase in value. And soon she found herself with a 2008 Dodge Caravan worth $1,095. Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. It's I love nuts. it. I love it. And I, and I kind of want to get on our social media and figure this out. So 
basically what it came down to, to how she finally got the house. And I, and I encourage everyone, cause I'm going to do the same as I'm going to go watch this video. They showed a clip of it on the today show of her being videoed as she's on her way to make the trade for the house. Oh, and wow. she's crying because she cannot believe that it's actually happening. And you see her getting handed the keys. So um, it was a trade. It was a solar powered trailer to two Tennessee realtors in order to receive the home. Um, and like I said, it looks like a cute little trailer that like a food trailer or food truck would be, but it's on wheels. And she had fixed yeah. it up and painted it. And that's what she did. She, these two Tennessee couple, the couple wanted that trailer because they had plans for it to actually give it to someone else to help them. And so they, they gave her this house. So Demi uh -huh. and her husband, um, they were going to be in Clarksville for around the three months while they renovate the home. So what they did, she got the home and now they're renovating, fixing it up because it didn't cost any money. And then they're going to give it away. They're going to give us cute little home and it was not very big. Um, it's darling. But I just think what a beautiful story of human, this beautiful human race of where we could trade yeah. little items, right? To bartering, helping one another, no monetary transactions. And she ends up with this house that she in turn, instead of keeping it for herself, is fixing it up and giving it to someone else. Oh, How cool. I love it. Yes. I you know, just, it, it's oh. called the bartering too. Like I know you and I both, you know, honor that form of payment as well with yes. our clients and, and stuff, because sometimes that is just as, you know, it, it, I mean, it is just as valuable, that whole concept of here, let me provide this service for you and you can provide that service for me. Correct. You know, yeah. I just love that. It's, it really is opening up this door to like, that connection that's not contingent upon money all the time. Right. You know, I, I love just it. love a that. simple trade yeah. the way it used to be way back yeah. then, right? No shit. Yeah. yeah. People no should. Yeah. Right. I love it. Yes. I love it. I just thought it was really cool and kind of inspiring. And who knows, maybe, you know, she's maybe a, a front runner in this and maybe lead the way and other people might catch on and want to do the same thing. Let's say, what can I get or have a goal? I, I do think that it connects people human beings to understand like, oh my gosh, this is your journey. Let's see, what do you've got there? What could I trade to give you for that item just to help yeah. her out? And, yeah. and here she was. And it all is, as you know, being light workers, it's all divinely planned. I feel like the, the right people presents themselves. And there she yeah. is with this cute little trailer. Um, so Demi Skipper, I think you should check it out. You got to check out the trailer that she fixed up and ended up that last trade for her house. It's very it. cool. Very cool. Anyway. Very cool. I love it. Yes. And kindness, right? It's just like this yes. act, these beautiful acts of kindness. You know, I think that's, um, and that, that's kind of what I am thinking with this next story. Are you open to that? Yes. You're next. Um, I was really moved by this because I, I have a real um, connection with people that are vulnerable in our communities, right? Whether they're homeless or they're in transition somehow, or they're trying to like get themselves back to a place of self-sufficiency. I just, I don't know. I just, that that's, and, and this, this story really hit me. It's a story about um, a barber named uh, Brennan Jones, 29 from Philly, Philadelphia oh. area. And he um, basically 
spent most of his free time for like a year and a half driving around Philly, giving free haircuts to the homeless. Oh. And so he would have like a portable tray and clippers and it was like his personal little mobile salon, you know, and he would just go around and ask folks, Hey, are you, you need a haircut? You know, like I'm happy to, to be in service. Right. And I just, I just love that because he's, um, you know, one of the things that he was saying is that it, it's just a haircut, but to these folks, it's like a new beginning. Mm-hmm. And I just really resonated with that feeling of rebirth, renewal. And um, I, to me, it's really about the balance between, you know, as a coach, we talk about, you know, changing our inside to reflect our world outside. And this story is about a man saying, let's change our outside and see if that shines some light to the inside of your life. You know, like yeah. how does that and and how those two things are really, really connected, taking care of ourselves physically, as well as emotionally and spiritually and energetically, you know, just so I just, I just love that he was so compelled to do this for people. And the cool thing that happened is there was a business owner named um, Sean Johnson, um, and he's 44 and he saw this dude doing all this work in Philadelphia. <laughs> you know, He's like really impressed with this guy. Uh-huh. He's been trying to like get him to work for him and all kinds of stuff. And, you know, Brennan's like, Jones is like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm okay. Thank you for the opportunity. And so finally, Sean, um, Johnson, this guy says, um, Hey, you know, takes him to this building and says, Hey, do you like this building? And he goes, yeah, I love this building. You know, this, this Brennan Jones guy. And then, um, Sean, this entrepreneur, throws him the keys and says, because of what you've you've done for others, this is my way of doing something very, you know, something oh, for you. Oh, so cool. Yeah. And so it's just really cool, like oh, that full yeah. circle of kindness and yeah. like somebody acknowledging, wow, this person is doing this out of the goodness of their heart. And so now Jones continues his haircuts for the homeless. Um, and it's on Mondays. He calls them the Monday makeover. Isn't that that's awesome? A, that's awesome. <laughs> but he also expanded that into providing food and toiletries if they, if needed. So it's like, oh you know, gosh. this See? ripple effect, yeah. right? This yeah. is what I feel like as light workers. you know, this is what is possible for us when we see the kindness in the world to be able to, to say, wow, I want to, I want to honor that. And then it just expands and grows and grows. And so planting all these really powerful, good seeds in the world. I just, oh, I love that I story. I love that. I, I love know. that. How cool. And I, and you know what? And, she, and he was giving and giving and giving. And I know you've talked about this and we've talked about that, the cycle of giving and receiving. So yes. there was a, an imbalance. And so for this person yeah. to say, listen, here, this is why he needed to receive that building. Like I, yes. to create that balance of you've been giving and giving. So here, this mm-hmm. is to thank you. And this is return. And then so he can keep that cycle of giving, yeah. continue it. I yeah. love that yeah, story. Yeah, that was my last newsletter. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, the exactly. wheel, right? Mm-hmm. You have to, like, if we're not receiving, then how are we expanding? You know, right. and so by him receiving this beautiful gift, he's able to say, okay, what about toiletries? Hey man, need a toothbrush, yeah. how about some socks? Like yeah. <laughs> I've got a building now. I can hold these things for, for you, for all of yeah. you. Yeah. I love that. That's yes. So cool. See, so look at that. Yeah. Fucking full circle. Full circle. Cycle. I love full circle. Shit. <laughs> so 
<laughs> okay. Uh, what okay. do you got? So you got another one? I do actually. I this is a personal one that um I actually shared this in my sacred circle because it was it is kind of serendipitous and I love that word. Uh but I it may be one that I've shared on the podcast a long time ago. I'm not sure, but it it's it's such it's so crazy, like crazy miracle, crazy weird, like can't make this up, can't explain. It's one of those you cannot explain what had happened. Um, and it actually was during Christmas time. I'll never forget it. It was probably a few days before Christmas, my younger brother, Steve had called me and this was probably, I think it was maybe five years. I'm almost positive five years after my dad um, had passed. And I remember it was years later. Yeah. It It wasn't like, it it wasn't very recent. It was like five years. In fact, it was during the time that my mother was selling our house because it was, that's right. Yeah. Mm. It had just become too big for her, Mm. um, too much to handle. And she was so sad in this house. And Mm. so we were trying to sell it. It was up for sale. Um, Our your friend, mutual Renee Breen was our realtor because she knew, you know, my brothers and you guys uh, younger than us. And she had made these beautiful flyers with the photos. We had remodeled the kitchen and it was just time. And so my brother calls me out of the blue and says, I have a story for you. And I was like, yeah. And he says, are you sitting down? So I was like, okay, so he, he starts to share with me. He goes, so my employees, um, he had um, an electrical business, still does. We're trying to send him, fax him their time sheets, their time cards. And they kept saying, Steve, we, for some reason, your fax machine's all messed up. We don't know what's going on. Did you change the number? We're trying to fax you. And it keeps going to some other person's house. And Steve was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? So they said, well, check it out. So he's he's like, I'm standing right in front of it. It's here. It's the same number. Mm. He decides to call it to see what happens. And as he calls it, a woman on the other end of his fax number picks up and she picks up the phone and says, hello. And he says, who's this? And she says, hi, Steve. It's me, Gina Christensen. Gina Christensen was the sole witness in my father's murder. And he's saying what, and she knew it was Steve because she had just recently moved to a new home. They had plugged in her phone and she says, and she has the caller ID and it kept coming up, Steve Varnell. And she said it freaked her out. She was like, I was, I don't know what's going on. I have no idea. She's been working with the phone company. So miraculously, I say the angels, my dad, I don't know, spirit, who knows, connected his fax machine to her. And in doing so, we thought we're meant, we must be meant to connect. So we met her for breakfast. And then she said she was very, you know, looking back now, Manji, she, we called her eccentric, but she was yeah. very, very intuitive. Wow. She had crystal gale long hair, by the way, like oh, to, yeah. to her ankles. Um, and she was an empath, like super sensitive, and it really depleted her. And a lot of things were coming at her a lot. And I remember her feeling kind of erratic and and overwhelmed. Well, she said, I just feel this need to come to your house. For some reason, your dad, he keeps contacting me. And and this was all Sheridan when she found him. Like he spoke to her on the mountain when he had already crossed. 
and told her to get out of there. So they had this connection and it really traumatized her, this event. So we brought her to the house and she walked through the house like channeling my dad. She would go up to one of the trees and hug the tree and be like, I don't know why, but your dad wants me to hug this tree. And it was, of course, the cherry tree that he planted, you know, so it was oh, like she walked into the rec room where we had the pool table and she's like, oh, he wants, he wanted to go into these spaces to see it one last time right before we sold the house. It was such a beautiful wow. moment and experience to have him channel through her. And she was, she was just talking like, I don't know why I'm doing this. He wants to do this. He wants to talk about that. And she was spot on. It was really miraculous but, and then as soon as we did that, the fax machine went right back to normal. Oh, the phone company had gosh. no idea what Steve was talking about. Like, you know, so it was a crazy, crazy thing. Wow. I just and you know, was- I just can't help it. Like you're saying, it was so cathartic for you and your family. And now fast forward, look at what you're doing. Isn't it people. weird? You, This is what you do for people, Mae. Yeah. You help them have some closure and find peace and yeah. going through these spaces. I just, I just think that's so fucking awesome. Full circle. It's full circle. <laughs> it is it. so wild. I, yeah. in one of the, um, one of the people in the sacred circle asked, well, you know, why didn't you do that for your dad? And I said, well, one, I didn't know I could back yeah. then. I mean, this is 25 years ago. And number two, I'm too close. Like oh, yeah. he would have never, I, I got to sit back and watch it and experience and receive that gift as opposed mm-hmm. to being one of the facilitators that would have never worked. You yeah. know, I would have never been able to discern whether it was me and my thoughts or really my dad. Um, yeah. So for me, it was a, a huge gift and a, a miracle, an absolute yeah. miracle. And it just goes to show you, what spirit can do, what Mm -hmm. real things can transpire with the angels, spirit, source, God, whatever you want to call it can really do. I love that. I just share that. Yeah. I love that. I love it. Yeah. I think that's just so, um, and your dad, you know, oh yeah. So much to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, since we're shifting um, (laughs) into other metaphysical stories uh, a little bit, I I can share the story about Mina. I would love it. Yes. Um, uh, So I was pregnant with Mina and I had gotten scarlet fever. So it was really horrible, really bad. No one can see me right now, but my face, my jaw. Holy shit, I scarlet fever? Yeah, I got really, really sick. Super high fevers. I couldn't drink anything. Uh, William found me actually in my bathroom, like laying down. Like (sighs) I was passing out. And Mina, Mira, my oldest, my daughter was about a year. And she's kind of like just hunkering around me. And I went into the ER, they hydrated me and they wouldn't, um, address the fact that I was, I was in my first trimester because they were like, you're going to have to go to your OB and talk about what's going to happen because high fevers during your first trimester is not a good thing. Mm. So, um, my, um, OB and I were talking and, and he was basically like, you know, she's, um, there's a big possibility that she's going to not come out quite right. You know? So there were, there were lots of issues because, in that those first 
trimester, things are, are developing so yeah. carefully. And so um, we were basically like, okay, well, what are we going to do with this little life now? <laughs> and um, I was talking to William and I said, you know, what are we going to do? And, and and so I have, I put myself through nuclear, like through nuclear medicine school, working with special needs kids. Like ever since I was like, you know, in 11th grade. So what's oh that? A junior? Yeah. Right. In, in high school. And so I, I was like, oh God, I'm going to have a baby. Maybe this was part of the plan that I would have all this experience mm-hmm. working with special needs kids because maybe one day I would have one, you right. know? Right. And so I'm, I'm in crisis. Like, I'm just like, oh my God, like I already have a one-year-old. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to figure out what are we going to do with this baby? Like, we don't know what's happening. And I've been really, really sick. And, um, I, you know, I was talking to Will and he, he was like, man, whatever you decide, you know, it's your body, like whatever you want to do, like, I'm going to support you. Right. And I said, I can't make that decision myself. You need to help me. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you're being really, you know, uh, like organic with this, with me and my feelings, but I, what do you think? And he just kind of like, he just kind of broke down a little and he was like, you know, I think she's going to be fine. And he, there was just something about his voice. That, and, and then he said, you know, and, and, if, and if she's not, if there's two people that can get through this, it's us. Yeah. Like we can do anything. And I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, that, that's okay. So wow, we're moving forward and um, I have this dream and I am sitting in front of this big lion this huge, like a, like a, like a fucking, like, um, you know, the witch in the wardrobe or, Oh yes. Oh, I know. You know, the, yes. the yes. big, what's yeah. his name? Nasgar, uh, Ash, 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 um, yeah. <laughs> I know exactly. Our listeners are going, what the fuck? <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> um, yes. And in, in Sikhism, that is our saying, it are, they're lions and our, every Sikh, uh, male, has the middle name Singh, which means oh. lion. And then every woman has the middle name Gore, which is a lioness. So wow. there's some, there's like an ancestral connection with these beautiful lions. And I had this dream and this beautiful lion comes forward and he just like nuzzles himself into me. And he's just like, everything's going to be okay. You know, I, like he was, it was just like, okay. And I said, I could hear this, like, I could, I could feel like this beating of, of a heartbeat inside of me and I could feel it going slower. And the, and the lion starts walking around me. Right. And, and like pushing me, nuzzling me like this. Right. And then all of a sudden settles down at my feet and, and then the heartbeat picks up. I can hear all this. And I, in that moment, say in the dream, hey, little one, whatever you need, just come. Just make, just come. Use my body. Use (sighs) my soul. Use every ounce of me. Just come safely. And Mm -hmm. it was like, you know, like girls have a really high heart rate, right? Yeah. Yes. I could just feel it. And I just was like, just use me, just get the fuck here. Like I can, we can do this. And I'm, 
I woke up and all of my blankets were wrapped around my feet. Whoa, whoa, Like it whoa. was like, it was so weird because I had no blankets on me, but they were all wrapped. Like whoa. where the lion was resting, yes. right? <sighs> oh my God. I and not, so I've never heard I this. Know. I love and so this. fast forward, you know, little Mina came into the world, <laughs> a beautiful bright gem. That's what her name means. Mina means precious stone, mm. right? She just showed up. And, and and to this day, her and William, they do have this like, I mean, he's very close with Mira too, but there's just this something, I don't know. It's like he knew she he was, knew. he just, there was something I didn't, I didn't have, like you were saying before, I was too close. I couldn't, I couldn't feel it, you know, yeah. whereas I needed that outside person to say, no man, she, we got this. She's, she's good. She's yeah. going to be fine. Yeah. You know? And it's going to be okay. Yeah. We can and do she it. Was, born like fucking fatter than Mira. She was like (laughs) (laughs) longer. Like she was just, and, and those of you who know Mina, she is a firecracker. She's my little Scorpio, you know, she's so much cooler than I'm ever going to be. She's just, (laughs) she's just so brave and strong, you know? And I just, I, I just often think, wow, what, how can we not have this episode about miracles without looking at at her yeah I I love it that's so cool what a miracle yes and what a cool dream man dreams are so phenomenal I love dreams dreams are crazy and they I've been noticing I've been all my dreams have been extremely vivid lately in the last like three weeks um really you know staying with me it's cool stuff a lot of messages Right. I think that's like was one of the most prolific dream sequences I've ever had in my life. And I just remember like feeling the heart rate going down and I mean, going, no, no, wait. And then this lion just like, Mm -hmm. you know, just brushing up and like blessing me. Blessing you and then also comforting you, supporting you, like laying at your feet is support. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And that, that little fucker, she did, man. She depleted me. That yeah. was a really hard pregnancy. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was Gosh. beat. I was beat. It was like, wow. I could not sleep enough. I was like, I was wow. like, my body was like, at like, just like fucking fighting. You know, wow. she just took everything from me. Rebuilding you know? those cells is what Jesus. I used Jesus. I'm yeah. like, Yeah. But I yeah. gave her permission to do that. So that's kind of my fault. Use me. Use my body. <laughs> I, yeah, so. I love it. So it was a sacrifice yeah. too, saying, I don't care. Use me. I want, come, just get here. Just get here. I love yes, it. I know. I love it. Yes, I know. This is such a great episode. Oh my so. gosh. So I want to end with, because that dream just re- remind me of a dream. Yeah. Um, and maybe I've shared this with you that Melina, my oldest, had at like three years old. Um, and it's really quick and simple. And I I refer to this moment because it was so profound. And um, she doesn't really have any memory of it now. But when she was three, she came bouncing in the morning, always woke up happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was three. So Amanda was a baby because they're exactly two years apart. And she always used to climb in bed with us. Well, she came into bed this morning and she said, mom, mom, I have to tell you, I had the most wonderful dream. And she said, the, the fairies came. And we used to talk about fairies all the time. Fairies were very <laughs> alive in our house. 
and we had a fairy wall and everything. She goes, the fairies came and they let me borrow their wings and we flew to heaven and I met God. And I, and we were, John and I look at each other like you did. And we're like, well, what did God look like? And she goes, well, I met God and okay, this is how she said, I need to back up. She goes, they let me borrow the wings. I flew to heaven. I met God and I saved grandpa Dan. That's what she opened with. And so I had to back up and we were like, I immediately started crying. Like I was choked up and I was like, what do you mean? You saved Grandpa Dan. And she kind of was giggling. Like she just, she says, oh, I don't know, but I did. And she said, oh. I saw God. And then we asked, what did God look like? He was so funny. He had long hair and he was wearing a white dress. And she just thought, you know, it was so funny. And, and he had a beard. And so, but she just thought, why would he be wearing a dress like a girl with long hair? And okay. we just, and we don't, we didn't at the time have any photos of like Jesus or even though we the Christianity is alive in our house. So and at three years old, like there was no way she would have seen maybe a picture of Jesus. It was just really interesting. And she just went on and on about how beautiful it was and how she saved Grandpa Dan. So, and she didn't know how or why. And those were just interesting words. Yeah. Saved. So I don't know what it means. What do you think that meant? Like, what do you think... Maybe his soul needed comfort. Yeah. 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 That's what I, I was feeling. Like, it was like he needed to, like, he just needed to meet her. Connect to with her. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, this is part of, it's my blood, right? This is yeah. part of my, right. my lineage, you know? This is, I, I'm sure she did heal him, save him. It's so by interesting. Right? I by love visiting. It. Wow. Yeah, wow. fairies let me their wings. So it's just it's just the cutest thing. And I'll never, ever, ever forget it. Like I have it written down somewhere, but we we refer to that beautiful dream. And she giggles now. She's like, I don't remember. <laughs> she doesn't remember it. And we talked about it on often as she, you know, from that time. But And we'll bring it up. And she'll still say it's crazy. Yeah, but she doesn't Aww. remember. Yeah. You know, when those youngins, they're fresh from source, man, fresh from spirit. So everything is still very much very real for them and travel and learning and getting them ready for this life. So anyway. Yes. Oh my gosh. I am so fun stuff. I know we're we're out of time. Thank you. I know fun inspirational stories. So we leave you beautiful light workers with this. Have a beautiful, blessed, wonderful, magical holiday season in whichever way that serves you most. And Manjeet, um, bless you. I'm so grateful to have you in my life. I hope that this week brings you immense joy in that. Um, I look forward to Lightworkers Unite in 2022. Yes, me too, my sister. Yes, yes. Thank you all for listening, our beautiful listeners. So much soulful energy. I really think that that this podcast has like saved my life this year because <laughs> it's been really hard. It's been a hard year for a lot of us. And so this has been just a really nice reprise to be able to giggle and laugh and connect with you too, my sister. Yeah, so. so wonderful. Yeah. Happy I love holidays, it. everybody. Happy holidays, everybody. We'll in the new year. We're That's not going right. to have one next week, I don't yep. think. But nope. We'll yep. See. There'll be one week missing. So you'll but everyone will be busy by then. But yes, you'll see us or hear us in January, which we've got new and exciting things happening in 2022. Super excited. 
All yes. right. We love you. Love mm-hmm. you more. Namaste, Namaste. everyone. Namaste.